The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. This is WLRN News. I'm Christine DiMatte. The 2020 Atlantic hurricane season officially ends next week. It's been a record breaker. This year recorded the most named storms ever, 30 of them. It also tied 2005 for the most hurricanes of Category 4 strength or higher, five of them. And it saw storms of that magnitude later in the season than ever before, including Hurricane Iota that ravaged Central America just last week. WLRN America's editor Tim Paget sees other troubling trends with the hurricanes that we and our Caribbean neighbors face each year. I spoke with him about what this year might be signaling. Tim, first, please update us on the disaster in Central America, which was just hit by two major hurricanes in two weeks. Right. Hurricanes Ada and Iota both incredibly made landfall at about the same place on the Nicaraguan coast and then pounded Central America from Guatemala down to Panama. Both were Category 4 storms when they hit, and they dumped up to 30 inches of rain in some areas, especially in Honduras. The epic floodings forced several hundred thousand people from their homes. Ada alone killed 130 people across Central America, many if not most in mudslides. We don't yet know the damage estimates, but entire towns are underwater, so it'll be massive. There is also COVID-19 to worry about. Yes. Countries like Honduras and Panama were already dealing with major COVID-19 crises. The chances of those getting even worse now are huge as people crowd into shelters or tent camps on whatever patches of dry ground they can find. So relief workers on the ground in countries like Honduras told me that in addition to aid like food and water, they're hoping to get PPE or personal protective equipment to prevent a massive new COVID outbreak. Relief efforts here in South Florida are taking those donations too, like one being led by the mostly Honduran Amor Bibiente Church here in North Lauderdale. But you say there was something else about Hurricane Iota last week that left an even bigger impression. Keep in mind, Iota was at one point a Cat 5. You rarely, if ever, see hurricanes that powerful form at that southerly latitude in the Caribbean, more or less where Nicaragua and Costa Rica are. And yet this year we had two of them form that far south. In fact, meteorologists in Nicaragua say Iota was the strongest hurricane ever recorded in that country. And before Iota hit Nicaragua, it ravaged the nearby Colombian islands of Providencia and San Andres. The U.S. military's Southern Command here, SOUTHCOM, told me it destroyed 99% of Providencia's infrastructure. Colombian President Ivan Duque said this was the first time in history Colombia had ever recorded a Cat 5 hurricane. Here's the other thing. No Caribbean hurricane as strong as Iota has ever formed this late in the year. So experts say what all this suggests is that global warming is erasing a lot of our old assumptions about where and when we can and can't expect major hurricanes in this part of the world, and that a larger portion of Latin America and the Caribbean may now be vulnerable to them. You've been covering Atlantic hurricanes for almost 30 years. When did you first realize we might be entering the era of stronger storms? Without a doubt, it was Hurricane Mitch in 1998. It's still the deadliest in Central American history. It killed some 11,000 people there. 
I remember it was also when my colleagues and I first started hearing from scientists this connection between global warming and stronger storms. Tim, please remind us, there was a breakthrough this year regarding that science. Yes, the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, published a study this year that for the first time really offered empirical data to confirm that global warming is making these hurricanes more destructive. How do you think President-elect Joe Biden's administration will address this problem? Well, first, Biden has proposed a $4 billion development program for Central America that will likely earmark funds for climate change mitigation. He'll probably restore U.S. funding to the U.N.'s Green Climate Fund for Developing Countries, and he's pledged to put the U.S. back into the Paris Agreement to reduce the causes of global warming like greenhouse gas emissions. We've been speaking with WLRN America's editor, Tim Paget. This is WLRN News. I'm Christine DiMatte. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and Advisors.